0: Dama nerds, welcome to episode 17, it is the 12th year of Sander, it is July, Wednesday, 24, 10.03pm, I'm one of the hosts, my name is MJ, I'm accompanied always by my buddy Rod Dama, how
1: you doing Rod? What up nerds, you know we're just out here filming episode 17, out here in the 12th year of Sander. Yeah, we are here. Yeah, yeah. You know, just got back from KWC, not gonna lie. Pretty fucking tired. Pretty tired. Yeah, we're, we're out here, we gotta talk about this shit, and because it's such important shit to talk about, we yes. got the homie in the house with me today, the yep. one, the only, Josh Flobo.
2: <laughs> I am here. We are here, together, nerds, uniting. Triple nerds. Uniting. Triple nerds. From three different countries together in one virtual wow. place well i mean both two. you guys
1: are Americans, so it's really two
2: well fair enough but you know mj's basically <laughs> a citizen at this point yeah <laughs> that's true yeah uh yeah i'm based yeah, all right. my, we can count that through. we can
1: count that
0: we'll
2: <laughs> let that one slide josh thanks
0: for joining in sticking around you know it, one of our past episodes i think it was 15 we were saying like if you're coming to the kingdom world cup like stick stay around stick around see the shit and so it's it's good to see that you're sticking around was this of yeah, your man. choice or or sweets was like hey you gotta do some work over there be involved <laughs> uh, it was my in some... choice nice nice
2: it was my choice i did a little uh reconnaissance i uh, hit up tomatsu and rod and i knew i was going to be there for two weeks at least for the jka uh, world championship and then oh, traveling true. down to meet up with the full team yep um but I always I fell in love with Matsumoto the first time I came back or came here in 2015 for Catch and Flow and got to stay for close to a week or something. Oh okay. A good okay. handful of days out here. Nice. And just fell in love with it and uh, I was like I need to do it again and found out that there was a competition uh, at the Zora Factory oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talked to Tomatsu and just got the okay to to basically be uh, in the in the Dama house for a couple of days and tag along. So I was sweets gave me the okay and i'm here Here nice nice wait are you do you have to use your vacation
0: days for this
2: some vacation days yes and I, i do have opportunities to log some hours in on some work but it is basically just dama travel and just you know connecting like big intention was competing at the world cup which was just a an amazing experience we'll get into that later yeah uh and there's been so many magical nights of just adventuring with uh friends that you get, become really close with over Instagram that become, like, your best friend the second you meet, you know? Yeah, straight and, up, uh, yeah. I keep Hell's experiencing yeah. that, you know, I keep meeting new people on Instagram and they show up to these really, you know, uh, big events and it's just like, holy shit, like, I fucking love hanging out with you. Let's go do some crazy things and just <laughs> adventure <laughs> and, like, be up and, like, right. film Kendama and play Kendama and hug, kiss, yeah. slap, laugh. It's a beautiful thing. But, yo, before we get,
1: before we get too mushy and gushy, we gotta like. I'm sure there's some people who are listening right here that oh, have yes. listened to the last episode. Yes, yes. And we, if you were listening, you know that she got out of control. There was a big when we were cliffhanger recording in that room. That was it was insane. We were like recording, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just like 30 people just stormed the room. We're complete the, ambush. A complete ambush. Yes, yes. We yes. got. We got destroyed by Bonds and the China squad. Yes. So let's let's, just, a little quick recap. What happened here was Bonds got summoned. I don't know if you remember that in the middle of the recording. Yes. Someone came in the room and was like, Bonds, Bonds, we need you, Bonds, can you come? And so he went and disappeared for like, I don't know, what, like 15, 20 minutes or something like that? Yeah.
2: Max, like 10.
1: And so what he told me was that when he went out there, there was somebody with a bottle of whiskey and they was giving him whiskey shots in, like, one of those square socket cups. Fucking dangerous. He, g- be- he gave him a shot of whiskey, and he's like, oh, shit. He like, did it. And then he gave him another one. Like, oh, shit. And then another one. Oh. And he told me that he didn't even want to drink it, and he fucking, it's like, yeah, it was a whole thing, and he just got wasted, and these guys, and he was just like, fuck. And so he just brought the squad to the podcast, and he wasn't was- wrong, man. His, the last words he said was, Kendama is a gang. <laughs> fucking, and then in came the gang dude that was fucked
2: yes yeah, so i was just gonna say it was the there's so much about the language too it was just like kandama is a language and a gang it's just like yes. you can connect with anyone and like you just have this like huge squad of people yeah dude. and he was like yeah. this is proof this is yeah. proof because <laughs> it was a complete ambush and right and we the podcast ended it was it was yeah. done
0: i mean we uh it, it was super intense and actually a little funny um how it went down so we were totally you know getting into it we were getting deep talking about fucking aliens and communicating with dama and and communicating with other people so that was totally legit that was on point we were getting like really serious and bonds came in i mean what the fuck everyone's probably listened to the episode already but when he came in at the end he said Dama's a gang like no one could see it but it looked like he was about to leave like he he came in he's like here's what happened it's intense and it looked like he was about to leave he walks through the door towards the door everyone and then he just fucking kicks <laughs> the shit and as he's kind of ki- he like kicks it like i don't know, like three four times
2: as he's he kicking you know, it,
0: it i kind of see the door open and my brain is thinking like oh yo i was about to say like yo it looks like someone's trying to get in and bon. stop kicking the door <laughs> And then he puts his foot down and then like fucking floodgates everyone. Like it was I swear there was it was like a scene out of The Walking Dead or something. Like the doors open and the dead fucking
1: came flooding in. (laughs) Except they were the opposite of dead man. Those guys were fucking rowdy. They were screaming, they were throwing nothing around. It it was insane. I couldn't believe the shit that was going on. So, yeah, so that happened. But if you guys remember, I was in the middle of a story when that happened. We were talking about jail stories. So we talked about George Marshall going to yes, jail. Yes. And then I was talking about my jail story. Yeah, that was so and, fucked up. I can't believe they fucked him so bad. Yeah, dude, George got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> super fucked. I mean, I got fucked pretty hard, but not as bad as George, I don't think. So what was your but, story? Because, yes, this so is my this story. Is here. Was.
2: here.
1: Yeah, my story was... Where did I, where did I leave off? Can you guys tell me?
2: I was so disoriented after that whole thing.
1: I'm, me too. Like, that's why I'm saying I haven't listened to the recording again yet. I had so. to
2: sherpa everyone out of the room because it was so chaotic. I was like, they were trying to get me to drink alcohol, not to uh-huh. go too deep off of your story, but oh, they man. were just like, drink, 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 and I was like, dude, I have drank plenty of gin and whiskey to save three villages. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that made sense, but you'd probably uh, I was, I enough like, no. enough to fuel a, a, like a, a Mini
0: Cooper, you know.
2: Yes, dude, it was it was <laughs> lit, as the kids say. And as the kids say. What happened was like they were trying to get me a drink and I said, No, I was like, We're gonna go downstairs and play a game, and if I lose, I'll drink. And like they were like, okay, and I just left the room. I left all my stuff in that room and I just left and they all followed me. Yeah. And they were yeah. just screaming and running down the hall. Dude. Oh my god, so and, loud. And like I literally had to stop them at the stairwell and just said, Shut the fuck up. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like so many times. So many times. Until in Chinese? A couple other You're saying people, this in Chinese? No, I, I was in <laughs> yeah. English. In English, dude. I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> and finally, like 30 seconds later, I felt like I was talking to kids. But they were just all just like so, you know, just deep sand, deep yeah. sand of a night. Yeah, no, and no, no. Like, Fucking
0: blinders on, like just going Oh, yeah.
2: On Finally, finally, that energy was just like, it, it happened. And then like I contained it in that little tiny hallway because it was like, I don't know what time in the morning and it was at least midnight and beyond yes yes and they were like i was like we need to be aware we need to be aware of our sound if we want to play we have to shut the fuck up to go down these stairs and then we can be loud but like not through all the rooms oh man and everyone was like okay and we fucking went downstairs and the night was great did you guys did you guys hear from jake like
0: how kaito wasn't sleeping and he's like stressing like like full out for finals the next day for finals the next day and the room right next to the gt room was the group the, china the, the china's room. gang yeah yeah the china
1: and taiwanese dudes
0: yeah yeah and so they were and right when we were recording you could hear we could hear them one yep. floor down and we're like what the fuck is going on out there <laughs> <laughs> or down there it sounded like it was outside for moment. a second. It and then did.
1: it's like a fucking yeah. earthquake.
0: So, so the thing, Jake was telling me how he's like, "Yo, Kaito, he's like, my teammate was like, I need to, I need to fucking get to sleep. I need to focus for tomorrow. I need to rest." And Jake's like, "What can we do?" He's like, "Best of both worlds." He's like we talked to bonds. We're like, "We're gonna go upstairs and fucking crash the Domino's recording." He's like, "And that's gonna move the the party and the chaos away from from Kaito." So he can relax yeah. and
2: he can sleep. Wow. So this whole thing was a scheme from Jake Weems to save Kaito's like mental. And
0: okay. Okay. So that's not the only thing. And then I heard from Conspiracy Bonds. Theories. And then from Bonds, <laughs> he was talking about, he was telling me, he's like, he's like, yo, I had to, the, 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 the talk was going on too long. It was getting stale. He's like, we needed to finish it. I knew we needed to finish it. And I was like, dude, you were the one that asked that final question of like, everyone gets 40 seconds. Tell me what the <laughs> mean to You, <laughs> you started that shit. <laughs> That's true.
2: Well, anyway, it was fucking crazy, and we survived to tell the tale. We did. Uh, we might as well just finish Rod's story and move on. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, I believe I was talking about. Just start from the I beginning. Had a scooter. Should I start from the beginning again? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, so yes. I'm, yes.
0: Well, at least I remember the scooter. Now the scooter, that you mentioned right? it. So yeah. yeah.
1: It all. It all came from my scooter. I had a 49cc scooter. Yep. No license. No. It, no insurance. No insurance. I technically didn't have a license either, to be honest. It was expired. Oh, hey. But, um, there you go. Two birds, one stone. So I got pulled storm. over by an undercover cop. The guy tells me he's going to fucking give me a fucking – he's going to be easy on me even though it's not going to look like it. He fucking gives me a $2,500 ticket for having no insurance plus like a $400 ticket for having an expired license. Dude. Plus, rather than letting me walk my scooter home the like maybe five blocks, like yeah, I can pretty yeah. much see my house at this yeah. point. He fucking and like my scooter, which he could literally put in the fucking trunk of his squad car, like by himself. Like it's not heavy. Oh man! I've done that shit. I moved it by myself before, like in my van and stuff. Like it's not that hard. I never, just push it, or I could push it home. Instead of that, he motherfucking called a tow truck, and this big flatbed truck that could have towed fucking two of his goddamn squad car came put my tiny little fucking bike on the back of it and took it to the fucking impound, which oh. cost me another bunch of money because it was impounded and oh, shit. Oh, man. He wanted and fuck you good. Yeah, dude. He fucked me good. Mr. Fucking... It's, I'm going to give you a good time. It's not going to seem like <laughs> it right now, but I'm actually going easy on you. I fucking, As soon as he said that, I wanted to just like... oh, There's no fucking way that's true. Like, and Where was this again? This was in Calgary, in Alberta. In, in good old Canada, but...
2: Canada cops are... Uh... Hit and miss on the nice. Oh and not yeah, so nice. fucking
1: some of them are. Yeah right. That's, that's a good point. Not your bud, bud. Not your bud, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is the beginning of the story, right? So I got that ticket. I went to court. I had fucking the choice in court of either paying the twenty five hundred dollar ticket. They basically dropped the uh, four hundred like four hundred dollar uh, um, expired license ticket and okay. just kept with the twenty five hundred dollar no insurance ticket. And I All had the right. choice well, of good. either going 45 days in jail or paying the $2,500. Yeah. And at the time, I was highly considering just saying, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, you can feed me for 45 days and I'll just fucking yeah. chill. Yes. So like I, At the time, I wasn't really working and stuff. and But I had literally just got a job at a brewery in Calgary called Wild Rose Brewery, which is a sick – it used to be this like sick, tiny little spot. Uh, on the old military barracks and an old air hangar and it was so rad. Shit, hangar 18. I I loved it there. Yeah, and so I was not about to like sacrifice that job for that, for these fucking idiot motherfuckers. So what I did was I took a community service plea kind of thing so I was like, I asked if I could pay the money in community service rather than just come up with 2,500 bucks. Oh. You know, a big lump sum. And so the idea was I fucking had to do community service. Like, however often or whenever like whenever i could basically I had so many hours to make up of community service right, right. i don't remember how many hours it was Did because you- to be honest i never even went and did any of the community service oh because i was fucking i started this job and i just was like always there and then like like yeah i'm gonna do this and then i just like put it off and i just never fucking did it and then i forgot And then, no way and then but then a year went by and i got an extension for another year so like i had more time and then I did that again after another zero. year.
0: Because you did zero yeah, exactly, hours at exactly. that
1: point. I did, pay, I did pay some of it. I paid like 500 or some shit like that. And I got an extension. Wow. I don't know if and you can do paid, that in the States. And then and then I paid another chunk and I got another extension for another year. But then I was, after like three, four years, I was just like, I totally forgot about it. Just slipped my mind. Dude, like, three, never once, four years? Yeah, dude. This was insane. It was like so much longer ago than when the event actually happened. And so then, then, like, I'm fucking leaving my apartment to go tree planting, and I'm, like, packing up my shit, and rather than using my van that I know has no insurance on it because I know how fucked that is, I fucking borrowed my little brother's truck and was driving his truck from his house to my house to pick up some shit to move. Like, I was literally moving, and I was about to go home, grab something, and then go meet my girlfriend at the time for dinner with her dad, and they're, like... At the restaurant waiting for me. And I get fucking pulled over
0: in by your, this cop. In the truck.
1: In the truck, yeah. Yeah, in my brother's truck. Okay. And the cop lied to me. He told me he pulled me over because my brother's license was expired. And he wanted to make sure that he, was dri- he wasn't driving with an expired license. Which oh. I found out later was bullshit. Like, I went with my brother to the registry to make sure that was bullshit. Because I was like, the cop told me that. Like, why would he tell me that? Because he's a lying motherfucker. That's why he fucking told me that. And, um, so basically, he fucking pulls me over... I didn't like park the truck. It was just like pushed on the side, like like kinda pulled over, like, you know, like almost like if I was gonna double park a motorcycle kind of thing. Like I like another car wouldn't fit between me and the curb, but like, <laughs> okay, just, like okay. it's like four feet from the curb, you know, like this is like some grounds for getting towed kind of thing. Yeah. And motherfucker wouldn't even let me put the truck in a good spot. Wouldn't let like I was nothing but cooperative. He told me what was happening and I was like, Okay, I see what's happening, like i'm not gonna resist or anything like i don't want you to fucking tase me or shoot me or anything i'm just <laughs> right? fucking trying to deal with this situation right so i fucking well, he wouldn't let me move the truck my girlfriend at the time is fucking calling me and calling me and calling me wondering where the fuck i am yeah he yeah. won't let me answer the phone either oh, and i'm like man. dude like i told you what the situation is like why can't i just tell her what's happening so she's not worried that i'm like dead or something yeah yeah you know and he looked at me and he said, Well how do I know it's not your little like gangbanger buddy's gonna come shoot me up later or get you out or something? He <laughs> said that to me. I was like, Do I look like a gangbanger to you, dude? Like first of all. Second of all, we're in Calgary, Alberta. <laughs> Third of all, like, fuck you, dude. Like it says <laughs> like her name on there, like and like you I even said like I'll put her on speakerphone, you can talk to her, like I don't fucking care. Yeah. he's yeah, like yeah. the fuck, man. So basically he kidnapped me. Fucking threw me in prison. Oh
2: my god! Like
1: and like, I spent like four, five hours in like the drunk tank, like in a holding cell. Just nothing. Like I couldn't do anything. I Whoa. eventually was able to call my dad. the The arresting officer told me that I would have access to my cell phone to get some phone numbers out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I told him I didn't know my dad's phone number, and that was who I needed to call. Right. And so he nobody said knows it anyone's be a phone numbers anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then once I was in the cell, they were like, "Well." no who told you that you don't get to see your phone so I was I had to wait an extra like hour however long for them to like clear the dude to get my fucking phone to bring it to me to like watch me do this shit like it was so fucked I finally call him and then by the time all this happened they're like yeah it's been a while so it doesn't look like you're getting bail or anything so we're just gonna process you so that literally like I went into real jail like I got put into like with the like I had a cellmate I got put in with the general like in general population in jail yeah and this is at the Calgary Remand Center, like the biggest jail in southern Alberta.
0: Whoa! And, uh, and like, is that far away from where you were at that point?
1: Yeah, it was like probably a forty-five minute drive, like maybe ish, maybe not quite, but yeah. Calgary's pretty like spread out. Like if you don't have a car, it's fucked up to get around. Dude, they must have. Um,
0: th- this sounds
1: like they like they had a warrant or some shit, and like they were hunting. Well, they you did down. They 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 had a, there was a warrant out for my arrest because I still owed money on that ticket it was a pink ticket which well there you go that's what that get. it's a whole thing oh man i, I kind of neglected to mention that part you're right sorry my yeah bad. that sucks. Um, that's yeah, fucking so huge that's why i was like a dude, what what you mean? three four
0: years went by and you're like well no i guess like yeah well because i never it. paid
1: it that's how that's what happens they don't fucking send you a letter or like call you to be like hey remember this thing that you're supposed to pay they just straight up put a warrant out for your arrest yeah dude it's not and like you pre-ordered
0: the- like this new fucking video game that came out and you didn't go to pick exactly. it up at the store yeah, dude. <laughs> they're gonna I mean, be like, "Oh, by the way, you didn't you didn't come pick up your awesome game yet? You want to do that with your you know? Yeah. Make
1: sure to bring no, your play like, card." But you'd think that would be like the government loves that shit. They're always calling when you need when they need money. They're like, "Hey, by the way, you oh, need to man, pay no. this. You need to pay this." Like, dude, fucking... they, oh man, they don't. So like anyway, in Canadian government
3: basis. Fucking...
1: I got fucked, man. I got I got the long stiff dick of the law on this one. Dude. It was fucking. Anyway, so. Continue the story. I like I got put into the gin pop kind of thing, right? Like so, I fucking had to like strip down in front of a cop. Like he had to check my butthole, fucking all the shit. Dude, like, dude like, shut back, dude. up! No, like, he he didn't. He did not penetrate me. But I had to bend over and like spread my cheeks, shut and up. shit, and like put on a fucking. I had the jumpsuit. I had dude. It gets better. Just wait. I had the fucking jumpsuit and I shit. Need I had the socks and stuff. Like everything. So I finally, by this point, it's like fuck, I don't even know, like, 5, 6 a.m. kind of thing. Like, by the time they did all this shit and get me to my fucking cell. And so I walk us down all this way, like, through all these cell blocks and all these dudes standing there and shit. It was fucking – I could not believe that this was my fucking life. I was just com- in complete denial that this was really happening. I was just like, you're fucking kidding. Like, I am watching a movie right now. This is yeah. some augmented reality shit. Like, fuck this. And like, no, dude. Dude, no. I would be fucking crying so much I'd be a fucking dude. baby. Like, yeah. like, life is over. And- <laughs> it was bad dude and so I fucking how how long ago is this go in this was in like 2008 ish there you go 10 years 10 maybe maybe to no it was like 2010 sorry okay yeah 2010 or 11 maybe but yeah so so I finally get down the hallway to like our cell block where I'm getting put the lady fucking pushes a button on this thing opens up the door like upstairs on the second level like way the fuck over there She's like, that's your cell. Uh, don't wake up your cellmate. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, man? Like, so I just fucking go up there. And there's this big dude fucking snoring away on the bottom bunk. And there's just a top bunk. And I'm like, well, fuck. And there's no ladder or nothing. So I had to step off this dude's bed to get to my bed. Right? And I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I'm just in jail. like Holy you know? shit. So I jump off this dude's bed. I get up into my bed. And I'm just sitting there just like new curled bed. up like a ball. Just being like, fuck this, dude. This is fuck. Like, fuck. God damn, Hold on, hold on. Like, so even...
0: at this point, did you know that like there's light at the end of the tunnel? Like you're going to be here for this many days? I had no days? idea what was
1: going to happen because I talked to my dad. And my dad said that he was going to try and help me out. But he didn't know when he could. It was like it was late. You know, like, he had to get money, he had to pay this money, they had to, like, clear the fact that that money got paid, like, and it was, like, a thousand dollars or some shit, because I had paid most of the ticket, not all of it, (laughs) and, like, it just, it was so, it's so stupid, dude, like, I can't say it's anyone's fault but my own, really, I really can't, Yeah. but, uh, anyway, so, it gets better, it gets better, so, I'm fucking laying in my cot, like, with, like, fucking curled up in a ball with my, like, knees in my chest, and all of a sudden the dude on the bottom bunk just like jumps up and he's like whoa like and he's this big fucking dude. He kind of like in my mind I don't remember what he actually looked like but if you've ever seen the movie Super Troopers, he looks like Rod Farva from Super Troopers. I oh, don't know. And like he's just like this big dude with a mustache and like big dude okay. I and like the dude jumped up so quick and shit. I was freaking out. So I'm like have my my legs already like cocked. I was like I'm I do not want to do this, but I might have to kick this dude in the fucking jaw right now. Like I was like oh, on man. edge, dude. It's like you know what? Like I don't know what to expect. Yeah, have Never been yeah. to jail before, You've seen movies and shit. You don't know, right? right? All I know is Turns that out- you
0: have to go to the biggest dude and just knock him out. Oh, that's, what, that,
1: that's what they say. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. But, like which sounds like so, As far the as worst worst I was concerned, ever right? As far as I was concerned, I was with the biggest dude in my fucking cell. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. This dude just all of a sudden jumped up out of nowhere, and I'm like, what the. Turns out this motherfucker jumped up like that every fucking fifteen minutes because he had some kind of bladder infection or something. This dude pissed every like or tried to piss. Oh wow! It sounded like he was pissing dust for fucking every fifteen minutes. Dude, poor guy. Just like he was in pain. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what was wrong with him. But after the second time he th- he did it, I was kind of like, okay, this dude just has some shit going on. Oh man! All right. Did you um, did you exchange names? No, I didn't really talk to him much. He was a weird. The only thing he ever said was when I got breakfast in the morning, he said, "Can I have your butters?" <laughs> and you gave him the butter I guess, fuck yeah I gave him the butter <laughs> the butter and the fucking like the toothpaste shit everything I, I got I left for him when I when I left <gasps> I gave it to him oh, but this wow. is where it gets funny dude this is where it gets funny so I'm laughing in, so in how the cell, is it get better in the cell there's a little fucking intercom thing there's okay. a button to talk okay. and there's a radio button so you can just turn on the radio it's like a ho- fucking it, like, hotel and music kind of yeah except you don't get to change the station it's just whatever they choose so they had this station that's called, like, Cool 100 playing oh, or some shit. Just playing fucking and
0: Smash Mouth the whole time some dude, shit. no, you,
1: I wish. I wish oh. it was Smash Mouth, dude. So the entire time I was in there, it just happened to be the same time where the Backstreet Boys were doing a reunion tour. Oh, yeah. And so they were doing a Backstreet Boys marathon. Oh, wow. So I was in jail for, like, 24 hours or so wow. just listening to the Backstreet Boys the entire time. The entire time, dude. I've heard like even a thing. I couldn't believe. I was, dude. This whole situation, just straight disbelief, straight denial. I still to this day am like, <laughs> this was a bad dream. Like, there's no fucking Holy way that happened. Shit. Like How do you? You can't make that up, dude. Like, I've heard like FBI, CIA,
0: and like other organizations use it like repetitive music to break people.
1: No, totally. Yeah, I can see that.
0: And yeah, imagine whoever. If I was in
1: there another day, dude, I fucking I would have been I would have been fighting that big dude. No, I would have been losing my mind. Oh man, I don't want it that way. Fuck you, dude. Man, I'm keeping
2: my butters.
1: Yeah, dude. Fuck,
2: I can't even believe that,
1: dude. And like so i finally finally at one point i hear my name called they're like fucking call me on the intercom they're like you made bail whatever like my dad finally paid the shit I finally went through that's the- like winning the lottery dude, dude i was fucking i fucking was how many, running down how, those goddamn stairs how many days was has passed it, it was just like a day it felt like like it was 24 <laughs> oh, hours forever. i bet no no yeah it was probably but like the felt, fucking twilight zones like you were there for like dude three i months. fucking i swear it was a month but anyway, so, like, I finally get out. They, like, <laughs> release me and shit. They're giving me all my shit back, giving me my Dama back. Like, I had my, my first Walnut LBB that Dama has been to jail. Your second Dama. LBB ever made. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, like I was saying, like, I was going and I was moving and shit, right? So, the only thing, they didn't drive me back to where I was or anything. They just gave me a bus ticket. And like, here you go. You're, you're free. So, I had to find out where the bus station was. I had to find out how to get home. I had to fucking like do all this shit. I fucking – first thing I did was went to my brother's truck because I assumed it was towed and I thought I was fucked. Oh, yeah, but whatever yeah. – by whatever goddamn grace of whatever fucking God there is in fucking Calgary, my, the truck was still there. Whoa. No ticket, no nothing. So it was just there.
2: Yeah. And you had the keys. And I had
1: the keys and everything, yeah. Oh, so, shit. So like nothing bad came of that, which I was sure should have because it was right off of 17th Avenue, which is like the busiest part of Calgary, like right downtown. And, like, it was there for 24 hours and, like, nothing. like More than 24 hours because that was before the whole jail time shit. Damn. And, like, dude, yeah, it was still there. but And they fucking, like, lost my my fucking, I don't know how, but I didn't have my storage locker keys when I fucking came out of jail. I had them with me when I went in. So I had to break into my storage locker. I had to bust the lock off it and buy a new lock and shit. And, (laughs) like, finally finish moving, explain all this shit to, like, my girlfriend, explain it to my dad, like, apologize to him for having him having to pay that money for me. You know? yeah. Like, I had to fucking do all that shit. And then still make my way out to tree planting season. And now I was a day behind schedule and, like, doing all this shit. And, like,
2: it was fucked,
1: dude. It was such an gnarly time.
2: All right. if I can ask you one question. Yes. What's the biggest lesson you learned out of all of it?
1: Don't drive your fucking 49 goddamn CC scooter without insurance, bud.
2: Or any vehicle, because I got... I got pinned with the same thing, and we're not going to go into that right now. Oh, oh shit. I, I got pinned with that in Minnesota, and uh, that's intense. But, yeah, don't drive without insurance because... Yeah, it's a bad idea. A, it sucks that we have to do that shit anyway and just pay for this thing. You know, yes. right of right free of freedom of travel. Holy we're just paying this shit. game. Wait, wait. But we don't need to get into that. I want to get... Honestly, back in the KWC here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. No. I know dude. people are waiting for the recap, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just that, so interested so that the about story people that was You guys are going to have to end. have me back at a later date to hear that story. Lord. Yeah, I'm down with that.
1: <laughs> so that, that was the, the story. I was interrupted when we were at the KWC when all that craziness ensued. That's insane.
2: That's not a 45-second story by any means.
1: No. But what? that was after the 45-second story. We were talking about jail shit.
2: Jail shit's real shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've experienced it. So my free, lord.
1: Yeah, dude. But free yeah, aid so aid that day. was in after day two on Saturday. Or sorry, after day one on Saturday, day one of Cut. Day one Saturday day two. So out of out of the
0: uh let's see, you guys got there Friday? Maybe Thursday night? When did you Thursday get Thursday night Hiroshima. We we got, arrived
3: we got, in Yes. Yeah.
1: Right? You got there? And
2: then
0: mm-hmm. so you we had a free day night,
1: Friday. Free Day Friday. So yeah, we took a bike squad to Miyajima Island. Oh my god! In the oh. rain. Yeah, 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 no, that was. I it remember. actually didn't rain until we were on the way back, but it was epic. It's like a, a, a thing like a ritual we do every year. We go to Miyajima Island. Usually we have the the ritual going on there at the shrine. And yeah. The, and then we go to the other side of the island and go for a swim. And this year we decided to send it and do the swim even though it was raining, and I couldn't have been more happier that we did. It was. We had to bike back in the rain, but that was so much fun too. It was sick.
2: And you've done that, like, how many years now?
1: Me? This is every year. Like, this is the sixth year of KWC, but I've been doing it for seven years since the first time I came to Japan in 2012. Around the same time every year, swimming in that same spot on the same island. Yeah. Pissing in that
2: same spot. Pissing.
1: (laughs) Just pissing, bud.
2: It was the first time I got to experience Miyajima Island, and it's always been, like, a dream of mine to go there. And the fact that it happened uh, was just, like, amazing. You know, I got to see the shrine I just popped a headstand. Bond's freaking balanced, a lunar balance on my foot upside down. Got oh, clean picture. Yeah, didn't know that. Got is to a pet sick some picture. deer. Yeah. Ate some okonomiyaki. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, We
1: had to stop I, the deer from eating all of our shit. The deer, deer almost ate your phone, dude. Do phone. You remember that? I was going to run away <laughs> and make a
2: freaking collect call to America. That was going to cost me way too much money. <laughs> and so we stopped that activity from happening. But it was just beautiful, man. And, like, the fact that we had bikes, like, you guys haven't done bikes that right. was
1: the first time I'm, I'm. This is my most regretful thing I've ever said about Japan. My first time ever not or ever bringing a bike to Miyajima Island, and yeah. I'm like so mad at myself for never doing it before.
2: Yeah, because we got a mob to the other side of the island within like 15, yeah, 20 minutes. We had to mob up some hills, but like every right, other right, right, year,
1: we either walk in the goddamn heat and hate our lives for like an hour to get there, yeah. or we fucking just bite the bullet and buy a cab, which you have to wait and just like figure it out, and it's oh, like a whole fucking I thing. See, I see. But, yeah, I mean, so, it
0: would be tough to bring a bike because you're pretty much going with the group for that ceremony. Yes,
1: except that the Omotenashi hostel, where the group stays, has a whole row of bikes outside. And they rent those out for 100 yen a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100 yen a day. And so, like, it costs 100 yen per day for the bike. And then to get to the island with the bike was, like, 560 yen, I think. Yeah. yeah, Both ways. Like, not just one way. Like, return.
2: Six bucks, you get a bike you get a ferry over to the island and like as long as you want to just sesh. I and mean, yeah. It was just magical. It
1: was beautiful. Fuck we, uh,
2: one, one really crazy thing that happened uh, on the beach side of things is they have this like giant inflatable, uh, <laughs> like almost like a wipeout. Like if you've ever seen a TV show Wipeout, they have this like floating... Uh, obstacle course. Obstacle of cool. course, yeah. And Bonds, like we got there and I was cooling off. We were all sweating. Bonds immediately gets into his shorts and just like heads straight there. No questions asked about anything. There's, like, some, like, pop-up yeah. tent booth, like, you know, 100 feet in the water in front of the thing. But he disregards that and just goes yeah. straight to the I water. literally
1: said, yo, I'm pretty sure that's, like, something that's going to cost money. And he just looked at me with his Bond smile and went, not today. <laughs> Fucking went and ran out there.
2: And so he sends it. And I'm like, dude, okay, I got to take my shirt off and take my glasses off and send. So I go into blind grove mode and just, like, get into my shorts and just, like, start running down the beach towards this, like, inflatable object.
0: How in blind are you without your glasses?
2: Well, if anyone knows prescriptions, like, I'm negative, like, four, or negative five in my eyes, so, like, I can see, like, a good four inches in front of my face, clearly. <laughs> Everything else is gone. Oh. uh, So, but I can, I can sesh, you know, I can, I can play Dama without my glasses, but not, like, in, insanely well. Right. Uh and it's right but in front we of get your over face, there, so, yeah. dude, and oh, it was man. just, yeah, we got to the thing. It was me and Bonds by ourselves for maybe, like, a minute, and then we had, like, I don't remember who joined next. You showed up pretty soon after we got yeah, there. Yeah, I, I was like George, up there, yeah. George. George Marshall showed up really soon after. Um, but more of the story, like Fred. we started like running around this thing and like racing on it and just like having a bunch of fun. We get like maybe ten people on it at this point, like twelve <laughs> people on it, and then this like this man like comes running down from the beach like screaming Japanese at us, basically, yeah. and he's I like, "Close, close, close, close," and we're like rob basically said if anyone comes and kicks us off i don't speak japanese <laughs> and, <laughs> right yeah yeah um he didn't and i was just like i was like can we pay like can we pay to play like can we like oh yen? nice nice yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and he was just like no close today close today and we're just like oh shit like we're not supposed to be on this thing at all <laughs> uh but we got our fun in and like went on our own adventures on that side got a, a trick laced on the island with george and found some dope shells and yeah then we biked back in torrential downpours we started seeing this like <laughs> haze of just like rain and coming in across the water like you couldn't see oh man yeah uh, Hatsukaichi anymore it was just gone and so but it was fun man you know wear swim shorts take your shirt off and protect the things you don't want to get wet and just yeah. fall ass oh, oh yeah. man which is
0: most of your stuff you have your cameras and phones and, and shit. just a backpack Most of
1: us had, like, either, like, an umbrella or a jacket or something. I had, like, a big straw hat that covered most of my shit.
0: Yeah. I think this was the first time that it rained so much. It was.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's never really rained at KWC. Not like that. Anyways, it has a little bit. Like, there was one year it rained at the street party. Uh, Like, pretty hefty. But, like, that's it,
2: really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't experienced a single day of, like, complete sunshine
1: yeah it hasn't really I've been I've been here for this year's 13 been days now
2: 14 days yeah like 2 weeks now
1: yeah yeah. it's kind of nice though
2: I enjoy it dude like yeah it's still hot and humid but like apparently it's not nearly as bad as it has been so. no. it, yeah, can, that was great. it definitely next, can be worse yeah next day was comp day too yeah it was and that's when KWC really started getting going uh, which was wild but
1: <laughs> man
0: so now Josh this was your second time
2: first first time uh, second time to Japan, I went to Catch and Flow that's in right, 2015, right. and that was a really crazy experience. Somehow, uh, I qualified for top 16 finalists yeah. out of, like, I don't know how many people that went for I think there was qualifying.
1: around 150. Yeah, dude.
2: They usually cut it off around 100. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Um,
0: Hells yeah, I you made was, it. You You were tossing it, so much crazy shit. Like, I've never seen... That was the first time I met you, and I've never seen your style, like, around the back, like, continuing, like... Half, half throws and shit. Just like everyone was like,
3: "What?"
0: Yeah, dude. It was that kick spike.
3: Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Such a
0: breath of fresh air, I think, for like a lot of people in Japan to
2: see that style. Yeah, that was cool. Well, thanks, man. Like, because it was really magical, man. And, like, the fact that I even got to be on stage, I actually had to battle this motherfucker right here. And, like, Rod is just so consistent with, like, his flow. And, like, I just got shit on in uh, in finals. But, like, you know, I got a swag bag to go home with and, like, got yeah. to stand on that stage and compete. Yeah.
1: I mean, we both left with the same shit. I just had one more You had one, one more notch. One more try. Yeah. One more notch in my belt. Yeah, that was and then magical. I had to go against Bonds, and Bonds wrecked me.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, KWC, this was my first time competing in cup and um, so I've been practicing like relatively like diligently like you know with my work schedule over the last you know couple months and you know put away the the video game controller as well like for the the nighttime Netflix kind of yeah. session was just seshing yeah, until no. it was time to go to bed and I just kept trying to learn as many uh, tricks as I could to like keep notching up my like tens and uh, you know getting the highest score possible and yeah man it was a really beautiful vibe to experience the opening ceremony and all of the countries that were represented uh there how many countries were 16 there were 16 flags above the stage yes and dude, uh, the, dude just, like, from, really
0: cool uh, the dude from the dude Bru- from
1: brune brune Brunei. i
0: yeah. walked with him second day i walked with him in the rain from the station oh, nice. To the yeah. event, I was just like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" I was like, "Oh, I'm like, so where are you from?" He's like, Brunei. I was like, "Oh
3: shit!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right away, I was
0: like, "I was like, yeah, me and Robert were talking about that." I'm like, "Where is that?" I was guessing Africa. He's like, "But no, it's like, uh-huh. it's it's south, southern. It's a small island in Asia." Forgot, I already forgot oh. where it was. But wow. yeah, I honestly couldn't. <laughs> it was tell you where awesome it is. to oh. to meet that dude.
1: Hell yeah, he was the homie.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so many different countries there. Intenseness.
2: Yeah, that was wonderful. And, like, I don't know, like, I honestly my, uh I haven't even shared this, like, my score on social media yet or anything. But, like, I got uh, – I was going for a 74, um, which was, like, the lowest qualifying score last year. And I kind of figured, honestly, like, with that score, I wasn't going to qualify. Um, but, like, my goal – you know, my intention was to do the best I could and, like, try yeah, yeah. my damnedest to qualify, but...
3: Oh,
2: yeah. um, So, like, I had, like, a good run, and, like, practicing it, I was, like, nailing my runs, like, a good, like, you know, like, 75, 80% of the time, like, like at least getting my backup trip a- trick if I wasn't hitting my, like, final, like, level 8 or yeah, my nice. level 9. And, um, yeah, so the the runs were really good, man. Um, I, I honed in, and put my headphones on that was kind of my own strap and what was your you dom know, of choice dom of choice was the nick alger maple can without the booty hole with um an unreleased bamboo tama seventy thirty 30 split
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and it, i only knew it was my setup like two days or three days before it was maybe like closer to four because like i started seeing it was a fresh tama and i started breaking in the bamboo bevel and it was oh, just okay perfect. okay yeah um and uh yeah it just came down to the runs and uh i missed i got my both my backup tricks but i ended up hitting four um out of the six tricks you know including my backup trick on both rounds and my score was at like 51 um so i was like immediately filled with a lot of like frustration and like anger and like sadness like after that first round when i didn't hit all five i was just like i'm there's no way
3: yeah yeah gonna be (laughs)
2: able to qualify if you don't hit all of your tricks that like you're going for, like you're not going to qualify. And so yeah, it's amazing to like be able to compete at a top tier level. And honestly, I'm, I'm 27, almost 28. And, you know, Rod's up here with me too. And like, we're all up here in this like age realm, like, and we're competing with people that are winning at age 15. age nine, yeah. dude. Age yeah. Nine on nine. top 30. And it's just like, Holy shit. This game is insane, dude. It's like very validating that it's an ageless sport. You know, and I'm just trying to hopefully we, some of, one of us can fucking prove that like someone over 20 even, you know, the oldest qualifying person was, uh, 20, Lyndon. Yeah. 20. Is
1: Lyndon 20? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay.
2: wild card was like Eric at 23.
0: Right. Right. So ridiculous.
2: Yeah. So it's just wild, you know, like I love the game and I'm a competitive person at heart and yeah, I'm, my, I'm, committed to like the teaching element of it all, but uh, mm-hmm. Yeah man it's, it's fun definitely, to push. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. fun to compete yeah. it is absolutely and that's why this sport is growing so fast and like it's insane to just see the 9 year olds lacing tight ropes and like level 11s like, like. yeah <laughs> so i don't know i'm curious to hear about your guys experience with kwc like uh i'm not like you competed yeah did you you went for this uh, time no this uh, time
0: i didn't the first you didn't. yeah i this is my third year going i competed the first 2 years which was year one, and then what was that year three? Two years ago.
3: Hmm.
0: So yeah, every two years, kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And it was very—I mean, the first one was like nobody knew what to expect, except yeah, for no, like b- except for the few people like Rod who experienced the Gloken Cup in Osaka the year before in nara actually in nara yeah. sorry um awesome. so it was it was just like a time for like everyone to just like fucking flip out because you're meeting all the pros getting off of this one bus and it's yeah. like whoa like look at like there's the pros like that's crazy that was my first time <laughs> realizing like what a professional kendama player was it's like the the amount of consistency that one brings i'm like that's a professional Like, now I understand. That's when I saw, like, live Bonds at Tron, like, right in front of my face, just, like, going at it. And I'm like, holy fuck! Like, because you you see videos and edits and shit, you're like, oh, okay, he probably, like, spent, I don't know, however long to get that trick. But, no, no. You watch (laughs)
1: someone do something first try, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, well, this is fucked. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, (laughs) it was, for me, it was just, very fun to meet so many people and to participate in it was was good too but of course there's I was a little sad that I didn't get all of my tricks both years that I've entered I didn't get all my tricks um but I'm like it's it's not about winning because like I know I would never be able to get so far it's just pleasing myself and trying to be do the best I can do which I never get to because those fucking shakes Once they're just like, Sunny each Haji man, I can't even fucking lighthouse because I'm shaking so much. I'm like, damn it! Damn! Yeah. That'll
2: get you. Yeah. How are your shakes? Did you have shakes at all? Me,
1: like, I don't really get the shakes as much anymore until I start missing, like, a bunch. Sure. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm kind of like, fuck. And I have to, like, take a second and be like, dude, like. Chill the the fuck out. You're you're chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that happened to me this year in my second round. My first round, I was kind of shook because. Um, There's a kid named Haruichi from last year that was kind of one of the one of the two kids that handed a bunch of tricks, and so he got subtracted a lot of points. And he wasn't the one that got zero; he was the one that got like a hundred or something. Yeah, like he didn't get very. I don't remember what the number was, but anyway, he was in my group this year for group one, and he did some lunar tricks, like inward lunar tricks. And the whole idea this year was that. The judging system was there's three judges, mm-hmm. one player going at all times, um, and if you think the trick is good, you have to raise your hand, like J.K.A. style or like yep. catch-and-flow style kind of thing. And if it's not good, you don't raise your hand. And in order for that trick to count, you had to have two of the three judges agree that that was good, yep. right? And so when Harichi went, I just I didn't raise my hand on those inner, inward lunar tricks. So I was just like, I don't think that was clean, man. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sitting right here, and the other people didn't either, and... Part of me thinks that the other kids, it was me and a couple kids, like, pretty much. So, part of me <laughs> thought that maybe they just, like, didn't fully understand what it was happening kind of thing, and they were just kind of following me. Right, right, like, right, I don't really know, but what happened was Haruichi, like, got really upset, and he was like, but I didn't touch. I'm like, oh like, why? And he was, like, crying, and, like... Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Wouldn't, and he was, like, folded up, sitting there crying. He's, the kid is, like, nine years old, you know? Like, he's emotional. He doesn't... Right, right, right. <laughs> and... I get that but I was like dude like if you want to compete at this level you got to like buck up a little bit you got to prove that you're like at least capable of that on like several levels yeah. not just because yeah. you can do a hard trick and like cheat it you right know? right right and like, it, it would be it would make sense
0: like I'm I'm not sure how if he was aiming it towards you, probably not. But you know that's why and there's the three kind people. Of,
1: at one point, it kind of felt like it because he went. He insisted on going first, yeah. and I ended up going last in the group. Yeah. And wh- one of did the things I did, he first, just not raise his hand to end your shit. He didn't judge at all for any of anyone until I went. The other two dudes, he wouldn't judge. He was just sitting there like crying and shit. And I was trying oh, to tell him like, "Yo, wow. you gotta judge, man." Yeah, yeah. And he, he was he was being a child about it. I mean, he is a child. But he, he is a A child. Being a child about yeah. It. Yeah. And so I, when it came time for me to go, Whoa. the first thing I did was my backup trick, just a lightning drop swap spike, like yep. first T, right? Yep. And he just didn't mark it down. And so I was just like, what the fuck? And, like, nobody signed their names on my paper at the end. And so I, before the second round could start, we all changed to our second group. And I had to run around find everyone and get everyone to sign my sheet. I, I told Dang. Coda what happened. Whoa. And then, like, we went and, like, just so, like, I went to the other dude in my group and was like, yo, like, you remember that, right? Like, Haru didn't write it down. Like, can you just... Like I'm not trying to cheat on a fucking lightning drop swap spike. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and even if I was, like, I, I just wouldn't be that trick if I was gonna. If I was gonna cheat, it wouldn't be that trick. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, like, I, you how, know.
0: yeah. How can you fucking cheat that? But that's not the point. You're anyway,
1: spike. anyways, like, so that happened, and then I went to my group two, and then it was like I ended up going last in that group two, and like I'm not trying to put that blame on anyone. Like I'm the one who fucked up, but I just I felt like I was off maybe, but I also fuck up every year at KWC, so I'm just kind of like meh. I put tricks in there. Like my, my biggest problem was that I had to choose. You can choose your tricks in the morning and I'm like trying to see what I'm feeling honed at. So I'm trying tricks and stuff and right, I'm trying right. to tr- things and I like chose tricks. Like, for example, I chose the stump plane inward one turn stump plane fast hand grip switch penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking hate that swap of penguin. I can do it like, without penguin, just like regular fast hand. I can do it pretty much every time. Oh, but, man. like, the Penguin Swap just fucks me. And I, but I did it first try, like, when I was, like, signing up and doing all that shit. So, I was, like... That's why you decided. Hmm, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's a good I'm one. And this it. year, you weren't allowed to change any tricks or anything. So, I was just practicing that all day kind of thing until it went.
2: It's a little and, intense, like... Because that was my first time experiencing it. And, like, when yeah. you walk into KWC to go into registration, like, which closes at, like, 1030 or whatever, uh, you had to, like, get your uh, name checked off. And then you have to choose your you know, 10 tricks that you're going to go for with your backup tricks. So like six tricks each total 12. Yep. And like you do that in the morning, like, has it always been like that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like I already kind of knew my run. Like I knew what tricks, like I was looking to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I put those down, um, because those are the ones that I've been practicing, you know? Yeah. And I that was, that's like what I was going for that Was my goal, but, uh, it was a little intimidating. It was like kind of stressful, you know, you're sitting down you're oh, like, so I'm not extremely. competing for, I'm not competing for six more hours. And I'm <laughs> locking this shit in right now. Final answer. Yeah. and no, see, like, no phone to friends. Like, once I turn this in, and, like, this is it. Yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you have to hand in the sheet of all the other tricks. Yes, yes you don't have the stickers to change. It. You don't have the stickers Whoa. for the rest of the day to change your tricks.
1: But that was different this year than it ever has been. You, that part. you could change it. So, but in past yeah. years, you would hand in your sheet. And they would take a stack of sheets and they would yep. organize them into each one, each group or whatever. So that yeah. once it came time for group B, they would have all the group B set up. And this is... Square number one, this is square number two, and they had it all. So somebody had had to go through and do that, and they would come through and hand it out. And at that time, you could put different stickers on there, and you could change it before you run. Interesting. Yeah, but this year they chose to make it different so that you hung onto your sheet. And in order to stop people from like walking around and like checking other people's square, like, oh, what are you going for? Oh, what are you going for? Oh, okay, well, I can just like take this trick off and do an easier trick, and then easily qualify right like right that way is like kind of sheisty you know so in order to prevent that they just made it so that you just decide on it right now and you're just that's it that's crazy. i i would never like
0: practice different tricks when i was ever yeah the times that i was getting ready for kwc it was like see all the tricks i'm like all right i need to i need to choose this many i choose them and like that's all i did And so for me, there was no, I had no question about, like, should I go with this one? Should I go with that one? It happened once. And actually, I made the right choice because I got that trick. But overall, it's like, I already had the set. Like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, this is the fucking, this is it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, two, maybe three, like, potential tricks that I had, like, on my, like, notebook paper where I was like, this is a potential trick that I'm going to do. And, like, one of them was D-Rose, like, level eight. The other one was, like, Austin's level eight, yeah. uh, Donovan's. yeah. And, like, I was just slapping Austin Donovan's a lot easier than I was D-Rose, and so I decided to uh, go with that one, like, in the morning, you know? But I was just like, okay, like, I'm committing myself to this fucking trick. Right, right, right. And it happens to be, like, Austin's trick was the trick that, like, I ended up hitting uh, the spike tap back to inward lunar and went for spike. uh, And I hit the spike, but my hands were so sweaty that, like, Gripping the tama oh. after I spiked and followed through, it just shot the fuck out of my hand like a squirt gun. <laughs> yeah, oh <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like forty seconds left to go, and I ended up not clutching it out. But um, yeah, it's just like it's cool though. It's like a cool way of competing, and it seems like it's evolving each year. They're they're focusing on uh, refining and implementing the best that they can, and I'm like really eager to see how it keeps growing. Um, one thing that I brought up to Rod that we were just like talking about at uh, Matsumoto Castle, actually. Uh, was, like, I thought maybe it might be a good idea to have, which, yeah, it might be a good idea uh, to have, like, an orientation, like, a mandatory competition orientation for all the players, which may seem crazy to have that many competitors in one room. Dude, not at all.
0: Just No, just, like, make a video. Make a video and send it out to everyone. Make sure they watch it.
2: But for my understanding, like, that is one way that you could approach it and you could attempt that, you could experiment with that. But, like, it's just, like, it takes, like, just getting everyone in the same room and one person basically saying, shut the fuck up, and, like, you need to listen, and this is important because this is setting the precedent of how we're doing this Yeah. Uh, at the highest tier of this sport, Right, and right, right. this is the expectations of you competing in this activity. Like, you are going to be an active participant in the judging. If you're not, like, maybe that affects you as a player, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not participating in an active and, like, productive, like, judging, like, yeah, these are just ideas that, like, we're coming through, like, after being a part of it. But it's um, kind of like what Rod said. It's like, you know, a couple, um, you know, like, being an active judge is important. Because yeah. you're talking about, like, qualifying and not qualifying for, like, potentially thousands of dollars. Right, right. You know, so. well so That and also, like, you're
1: talking about, like, somebody who's handing tricks and getting by because somebody's, like, unwilling to, like, confront them on it. And them taking the spot of somebody who's maybe worked really hard to like make the finals and just had a bad run and missed one trick or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know? And it, if could, you, it could be anything.
2: If you've never told someone, like if you never like judged a speed ladder before at like a local event or anything, uh, and now you're sitting in the World Cup and like being a judge, um, because you're a competitor, uh, it's, it's not easy to be like, no, you didn't do that because they're on the clock. They're on the clock. Like, it has right. to be an instinctual exactly. thing where it's right. just like, that doesn't count. And they have to, like, it's like a integrity thing where, mm-hmm. like, you just, like, understand this is the rules. And if two people, you know, don't say yes, you just fucking let that shit go and you try again. Exactly. Like you and can't that's, waste time. Right, right, table. right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's why the judging was changed this year to the hand raising thing, right? Right. right? Because it's much more concise. It makes it like this is what happened. They didn't say yes, so you have to fucking do it again. Yeah. I think that was the right idea. I've I love that. that it was makes one of my sense. Favorite of the new changes. Phase.
0: I wonder. So changes, I wonder if next honest. time, if like they, it would be good to have like a, a position, positions for the judges. Like I don't know why everyone's sitting down. I, maybe it's easier. Is I it, agree. Is with it you easier to, to maybe stand, like surrounding? Like there should be four points a create a triangle yeah around
1: the person yeah, the yeah. Person.
2: The person. yeah. I,
1: I agree with the standing thing because sitting down it makes it harder to see if you're being greasy especially if like they're chasing an inward lunar or something they're going behind and yeah they come yeah, back, yeah it's like that happened to like the kid in my group and i right. was kind of like i am like i was already 80 percent sure you handed that and then you went behind your back and i'm like okay well i'm not putting my hand out now, now yeah because like, i don't even know you're right. I, even if i saw that like i just i don't know you know
0: right i feel right. like
2: it's a part of the rule too it's like you must perform so it's visible to the judge period yes yes and that's, if it's not yeah. then that's not a hand raise like nice. you know yeah yeah 100%. As
1: for those of you who can't see right here we got coda in the kitchen because we know we're at the dama house and he's nodding his head he agrees <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as well as like having
0: kids in it right this is why i believe a lot of competitions are broken up into this is like the kids round 100 percent. this is for adults because of you know there's some really good kids and i'm sure there's plenty of them who can slay and there's plenty of them who have the integrity and and will restart a trick if it hits their fingers but
1: totally the whole which was proven this year the whole the
0: whole being like emotional thing is something that can get to a kid and then just like in your case rod it's like they just their emotions took over and then they weren't being uh, they couldn't judge they couldn't perform yeah, as a judge
1: he couldn't function his, yeah he couldn't perform his function so then him. then poor
0: whoever else poor you rod who had to make tricks and it's yes. like dude come on two years in a row <laughs> <laughs> so then maybe that's another thing like fucking kentham world cup junior edition yeah that's mm. interesting. but that and then like it, you would need a i i would feel like you would need adults then to be the judges so we need a hell of like, a lot of volunteers. I mean,
1: that's what we're talking about being the problem is the kids being like a problem as judges, not as being players. Because it's obvious they can do the tricks. Yeah, it's just yeah. whether they're willing to like be like be vulnerable enough to say like, oh, I made a mistake. I'm going to start again. Right. Kids would know, be yeah. like, yeah. But they're, they're I, we're all, the all kids, kids. We yeah. all make stupid decisions. We're we all don't fucking, know what we're. We're
0: the worst. We're learning. We're, kids. we're learning.
1: Yeah. Stupid
0: yeah. as shit yeah making the worst decisions all the fucking time <laughs> like non-stop Parents and then like yeah. to to go with you know the different countries um i'm sure josh you've been to mko plenty of times and the amount of children i'm sure is a lot less than what you saw in Kingdom world cup
2: yes absolutely and like that's why i'm doing what i'm doing in the united states in general uh is to to grow the the next generation of players. Like that's what Kanama Institute's all about is like, you know, the education and spreading so that there is a continuation of like next generation players. But, uh, but yeah, like coming back to the cup, it's like, I don't think it's important to like separate even age groups at this point. It's obviously been proven that nine-year-olds can fucking kick the shit out of my 27 year old ass yeah. or any other like bonds is bonds is like, or like Bryson or anyone like, Man, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's insane and it's like also like with the women too it's like it's i don't even like this is where we were almost going in the last podcast it's like is it necessary to even have a woman's division Mm -hmm. and i had some really powerful conversations with kiara um uh, just about you know like Thinking that that should just be nipped in the butt because it's like shown and proven that they're kicking everyone else's ass as well. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. kandama is such a unique sport. Yeah, it's not physical like football it's completely or completely inclusive, yeah. and everyone has a like the similar opportunity unless literally you can't see with your eyeballs, which we've been exploring with blind kandama. Yeah, but, like, we were doing that. But... That's a whole nother story. Like, you know, like everyone has a chance of being on the top, and and we're seeing that this last cup like was like emotional to see you know anywhere from a nine-year-old to like a 14-year-old yeah, teenage girl to you, uh, and a like... 20-year-old you know young adult yeah. you know all placing in the top 30 chasing for the top spot like anyone can do this like and like i think it's important to to express that and for everyone to kind of like think about that yeah um you know like you know yeah yeah i don't know there's there's a lot there no there's that's a that's a huge thing
1: but it's interesting, man, because like you're saying like how the girls the, and it's all inclusive and stuff, but there's also the girls competition, which is I don't think it's ever meant to be like in excluding of men or like of boys because they don't want us to not come.
3: But yeah. they're just
1: kind of trying to highlight the fact that there's women in the community and that they're worthy of their own con- competition, yes. you know, which yeah, yeah, yeah. makes an interesting point in and of itself because like like you're saying like I don't believe that they need their own event because they like you said they have proven themselves to be among the top of all of us yes. right, not right, just right. themselves right? right and I think those events are event good. Also, yeah, I think it's yeah.
0: good because it it uh, creates the community and it makes it stronger for the you know for those other girls to participate 100%. now because maybe yes. they feel a little intimidated
2: to join a normal event with a lot of dudes. That's the biggest uh, like point in terms of absolutely having, uh, like multiple divisions is, um, encouraging. And, um, like, so the players, whatever their skill level, whatever their gender feel confident and comfortable and safe to like compete. And that's why I do agree in that because like, it does like, like kendama is like a male dominated sport. And I totally, absolutely agree with that. And like before, you know, communicating with this woman, Kiara, who's TO's partner, Mm -hmm. uh, is, like, she kind of was, like, on this page of just being, like, I don't think it should be a thing, and I was just, like, wow, like, why not, you know, and, like, Mm -hmm. it was just really interesting to kind of have this deeper conversation with her when I've been, like, kind of in the mindset of, like, being, like, you know, like, yes, like, it, it, I would imagine it would feel super intimidating to be, like, a woman, like, surrounded by like a bunch of men that are like really good at the sport and i want to participate but like i don't feel confident in my abilities yet and there's only a couple of girls in the scene a yeah, couple yeah, of yeah. Women in the scene that are mm. kind of highlighting that ability especially
1: yeah. if those couple women only speak another language you don't speak or something yes, like that so being it's, like, it's a world community and...
2: and i think it's cool just in general that we're having uh the conversation because uh we want it to be inclusive and like we know kendama is for Uh, For everyone in, like, all ages. And it's really, like, we're setting the precedent as Kandama's um, gaining more and more traction of how the sport grows. And, like, what it is seen as, like, in the grander public's eye. You know, like, I do still believe that, like, multiple divisions are, like, potentially a good thing but like i just think there needs to be like a grander conversation maybe yeah about it and like more experimentation about it you know like
0: it should i believe it should just be open for everything there can be you know mixed competitions where anyone and everyone can join then there could be there should be competitions that are focused just for a certain type of people like why not the more competitions the merrier Let and then you choose which one you want to be a part of yeah they're not taking away anything yeah it's not it's not saying like right as long as they're not saying like oh you're a girl so you can only join the girls competition or you're yeah whatever you're a young kid so you can only do the kids one as long as there's other ones where like everyone can
1: compete against each other mm, yes yes that and as long as everyone is allowed to attend every competition even if you're not allowed oh yeah, yeah if you're allowed to be there to support your community be it like age sex gender sexual orientation yeah. whatever it's like all just
0: yeah you just got to be there yeah this ain't no like just... a illuminati club like everyone can join
3: i
2: don't know yeah yeah i mean there's like it was interesting because like uh i believe the. we're oh, sorry asia... i meant to say uh, jka uh <laughs> the asia kendama championships i think that's what it was called. oh the chinese yes. ones. yeah so that was uh, china china, Kandama, china okay. kendama well that was a completely, like, you could not compete in that yes, if you were... because it was
1: only Chinese. Yes,
2: yeah, so that was, like, a restriction that they chose to do, and, like, mm-hmm. everyone, I guess, has the ability to do that, and I guess mm-hmm. this conversation got brought up because uh MKO last year was the first ever women's yeah. division. Uh, uh, yeah,
3: that's true. Right. And there was uh, also a you, Japanese
1: champion that year. Was it not that year? Last year? When So Canada won. Not last year, but the year before. Oh, did he win? He did win, didn't he? Am, I, am He I definitely won,
2: but...
3: Yeah last
2: year uh well anyway what i was getting at is like um the women could join the the women's open there's also an am open you know
3: oh Uh, yeah yeah totally totally and then
2: there's the open open which anyone and everyone could could enter. um you know and it's just interesting uh and i think that's a valid idea because like that's why sweets did what they did is because they want it to be as inclusive as they can and they're trying those options you know um so it's like i don't think it's bad the shiesty thing um, is
0: how I know like you've had uh, problems with people like I think on many competitions, no matter how big or small, of people. Sandbagging.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that comes down to like almost like a skill check, and like that's a whole different like.
0: Man, there's so much shit. There, there, there's yeah, so crazy. much shit. It's like it really the, is, the sport is just so young, and I think we should yeah, just we, look at a lot of uh, other sports and and take some yeah, ideas from them.
1: Yeah. None of us really know what's going on. We're all just trying to do the best we can. Yeah, and And there's always problems we got to run into right all together I guess. not
0: going to be able to make everyone happy and just, sometimes shit just needs to be like sorry like that's the way I mean, we've decided to make
1: it at some point you got to make a decision you can't just stand in a restaurant and stare at the menu forever and all of a sudden feel full you got to fucking decide on something
2: yeah when right. you try out that menu item you're like okay that was not what <laughs> yeah I liked, you know? exactly
1: so maybe next time and i'll next try time this we'll, one we'll, but
2: know, like yeah. there is like educational guesses and i think the community especially the people that are running these events and running these competitions around the world are tuned in to this like awareness of looking to improve and being as inclusive as, po- as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Um, and I think like the more that we're able to connect with each other and like learn from one another, like the more that we can all get like more and more on the same page and, you know, like competitions are only going to get better and more uh, exposure as well. You know, like Kenama is trying to get pushed to the, the Olympics, you know, it's like, how do we get it there? It has to be refined, sport it has to be like i mean breakdancing you have to just have made the it whole there. thing home, you know right breakdancing just made it skateboarding just made skateboarding it. just made it breakdancing right? made it breakdancing uh b-boying made it to the olympics i will pull up an article and you guys can keep talking but uh,
0: not for next year details,
2: but... for not like, for next year i think it was the olympics uh following like after the 2020 i don't Tokyo know if it's 2024 olympics. or okay but, I mean, Whoa. if you're going
1: to look that up, we can talk about that after. For now, it's, like, even just skateboarding, man. Like, skateboarding has been around yeah. for, what, like, 30 years, 50 years? Like, I oh, don't even dude. know. But yeah, what a fuck? long time. And, like, and I'm talking about, like, modern skateboarding. I'm not talking about, like, only, like, skateboarding in general. Kendama's yeah. different because it has a century of, of history. Right, and right. And more history behind that with, like, different, like, pre-kendama toys, like the Bilbo K and, like, the Bolero and... All that kind of stuff. Right. The fact that skateboarding is only now getting into the Olympics is like a huge indication of like Kendama's position in that regard, you know?
0: I wonder if they were just like, man, the Olympics kind of suck, especially the summer ones. Uh, We Mm -hmm. need something to like spice that shit up because the winter (laughs) has snowboarding, it has like fucking. Uh, I don't know what it shit's called when you're on skis. Like, not the mogul one, but there's like fucking high air, big air, big jump. Oh yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Fucking big air, I think it's called. Mega yeah. ramps and shit. Like, yeah, there's
1: lots of shit like that. There's and, the, but, the like the fucking the cross, like things.
0: snowboard cross. Like that shit's like really intense, and it's yeah, like absolutely. on the side of X Games type shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But
0: Summer Olympics are like, yo, we got nothing. Like, we got badminton, we got fucking. <laughs> Roman wrestling and, like, backstroking in a pool, like, <laughs> I think they were like, we need to spice it up, which I'm totally yeah, like, dude. I need to fucking get my tickets to see skateboarding next year. Cause yeah,
1: I mean, that would be cool. And, that like, would be something so that's interesting, like, I've, I don't really follow very closely the skateboarding community as much as I used to, but I still see it a lot, and, like, there's been a lot of people speaking out about it, being like, yo, that's not what skateboarding's about, if you're, like, getting a scored on your skateboarding style, then, like, that's not what it's about because the whole point is to have your style right. and to have fun with it and to just enjoy what you have with it. Like, you're not supposed to be like, oh, well, this guy can kickflip a fucking 15-stair, so if I can't do that, then I'm a piece of shit, you know? Like, it's like I shouldn't even skateboard if I can't do that. Like, no, that's yeah. not the point. And that's where Kendama is very similar to yes. skateboarding. Yes, in that yes. It's something yeah. that is... You can have just as much fun doing a big cup as if you did a whole fucking 15-minute spacewalk Ben Harold line to fucking yank Lunar or some shit, you know what
2: I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. It's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very interesting, too, because it's like, um, you know, the integrity of the sport. There is, like, when you ask, like, what does Kandama mean to you, to anyone, like, you're going to get so many different answers. You might find similar answers. Yeah. Um, But it's almost just like a conditioning from our fucked system that we're in within just how everything works being graded, being scored, being ranked up, being climbing up like this hierarchy of ladders. Yeah. Seeing who's on the top and like it just like leads to like toxic communication from the people that are on the top, feeling like they're they're better than everyone else. Not everyone by any means, but like it does happen. And like um, it's just interesting. You know, kendama is like such a powerful thing and like an activity to play just like spreading the joy of catching your first big cup, your first spike and like seeing that within their face. You're not saying like you're about to go on stage for for three minutes and get as many of these tricks out of 10 as possible. And if you don't get it, you're not going to qualify, you know, it's like, no, you know, but, but it is a game. And like, that's also why I love this game is because there's so many ways to play. And like, you can choose the path that you want to play it. Like if there's a competitive division, that's really tight. If there's a, a, a local Ken club where you just go hang out with your homies and like, you know, barbecue, whatever it is, and yeah, just, like, learn yeah. tricks, like, that's tight, you know? Yeah. You go and use Kendama to travel around, I mean, and, like, meet people around the world, like, that's tight. It's
0: right? like, because that shit came way before the the competitive side of it.
2: Yeah, 2014, first World Cup, quote-unquote. I mean, like, the JKA has been doing competitions for, since, I don't know if they started in the seventy five. I mean and Doing but, competitions but like, I don't know I either. wouldn't doubt it like, I mean I they, actually don't know that information they had their
1: 40th anniversary event like not long a couple of years ago that I went to so it's been like 42. that was, 20, that was 2015 true. I was there
2: that year I got yeah 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 so it's been year.
1: so it's been 54 years that they've been having competitions at least yeah it was but compi- even still uh, like it goes
0: back yeah for them it definitely goes back to them just looking at karate and like judo and stuff and be like okay there's dons there's rankings like this is how we're gonna do it we use that system and that's what turned into people being like okay i have to get to this certain point to be this good you know i think it's it's only the uh when it went to the states that it turned into more of a freestyle thing where it's like oh absolutely I can do whatever I want. It's like, it's it, here's your here's your palette of multiple colors. Like, fucking paint a picture. Do whatever you fucking want. There's no rules. Oh,
2: yeah. And, like, kendamas, is one of my favorite things in the world because of that. Yeah. Like, I was learning new tricks this weekend. Like, I met up with Aventus and learned some of his crazy-ass string tricks and then, like, found out some new ones of my own because, like, I was inspired. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, like, that's the cool thing is, like, we can inspire one another to, like, keep learning new things and like whenever someone asks me like how many tricks can you do on a kendama i say infinite or like mm-hmm. how many are possible with a kendama it's like it's infinite because like yes there's like three cups and a spike you know but like you can do so much more yeah then you show them this the simple the idea clip of
0: rod fucking disassembling his shit and then they fucking yes. dead
2: <laughs> like something so simple can be so complex yeah and you yeah
0: don't know it. You and so don't. you just answer open your mind just open fucking your open Free your, your mind. mind. Just go just watch like Total Recall like one more time, the old one, not the new shits, the old <laughs> one, and open your fucking mind. Because wow. the older, w- fuck. the older we get, that's all. All these rules just are just solidifying in our brains more and more and more. That's why the fucking kids are so it's amazing.
1: True. It is.
0: One is like they why- they just see the shit and they're like, all right, copycat, and they just do it. But
2: creativity wise. That's why it's, I believe, important to also, especially as, like, uh, Kendama players that have been practicing for a long time, like, I mean, you, like, have a small platform. You have a platform of exposure to people that you've met or people that have found you because they're interested in similar things that you are. And it's like, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but, like, you have an opportunity to be a role model and, like, be an influence. And, uh, you know, you can see the impact of those influences from, you know rappers around the world like famous musicians where people start like yeah literally like just like living their moral compass by the way a rapper lives their moral compass or you know like however it may be they get inspired so it's like we all have a choice to make you know and like you get to choose how you want to walk that line so i mean that's up to you i guess
0: (laughs) right yeah it's interesting don't be a dick fine be a fucking dick you're not gonna have any friends you want to be cool <laughs> and spread the positivity spread the cool. of this shit. Oh, yeah. That'd Just be way cool. I'll positivity.
1: give you a high five. So, yeah. Josh, Kingdom World Cup. What was the worst part of it? Oh man, I had I had something. I don't want to interrupt you, but I had something that like ties into this little concept. So this okay, is something okay. that um, I've learned from my juggling friends that after like. Juggling events, they do a thing where they go around the table or around the room or whatever, and they do a thing they call high-low-goal-crush-bane-surprise. So like after the event, you tell, you say, my high is this, my low is this, my goal for next oh, one is this, my crush okay. was this person at the event, my bane was this, what happened, and then the surprise. So let's let's just, I think I'll the three of us that. should whoa, do this. So whoa, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'm down for whatever. Okay, here, well, I'm... I'm I brought it up. So here, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. go first. Just give a good I'm example, all right? Yeah, grab me one too. I'm going to need another Yonah for this one. All right. So my high, I think, of the uh, KWC this year was probably being the tour the tour guide on the bus. You were yeah.
2: a fucking badass. I had
1: dude. so much fun. Just <laughs> like, I didn't have to do much. I didn't have to like work hard. All I had to do was be where I needed to be on time and just... Tell everybody the information that was told to me. And you and, were,
2: even when you only got a couple hours of sleep, so good on you. Yeah,
1: and I felt like I did a good job. People seemed to be hyped on it, so that was my high. It was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um low is a hard one. The low would probably be first thing in the morning when I woke up after the crazy sake parties and all the stuff the night before, and I still have to get up at like, you know, seven to guide a bunch of people on the bike in the rain to get to the venue. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed that too, but you gotta have a low somewhere. Um, my goal is going to be for next year. I want to put more effort into these tricks so that I can actually have some decided lines to do before the event and not do the same mistake as just like putting in a fucking trick that I just did once today, but I've never done before. I literally do that every year and fuck myself. <laughs> so that's my goal for next Probably year. Probably not the best move. It's definitely not the best <sighs> move. I mean, it's been tried and true and every year for me, except for the one year I fluked out and smacked that trip UFO and got into the Canadian wild card. Ah. Anyways, moving on. We got Crush. Ooh, this is, is a this tough like one. Crush, like who you were like, crushing Like who or? I was crushed on, like who I like vibed with the hardest kind of thing. Who and, you wanted to uh, kiss on the mouth the most. Uh, I mean, it could be to that, I Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Rolf wasn't I, there, so. because there's so many people. Okay, okay, you know what? I have one in mind. Someone that I met for the first time this trip was Fred from Denmark. He's a kid that's just a Chrome shop homie. Yeah. And Fred gets it, man. He's a cool kid. Yeah. He's really good at Dama. He shreds. He's just like. He's such he, a nice kid, dude. such he's got a nice such good dude. Manners. Yeah. yeah. His mom was along. His mom was really cool. Mom I was just, super you know supportive. what? As far as like my crush, because I'd say. Oh, that, that was Kong, his those mom? Two were fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, his mom. Dude. Ellie. <gasps> was it
3: Ellie oh, or it shit. Elizabeth?
2: Full name Elizabeth. Full oh, okay. Elizabeth, you got yeah, the short. nickname. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> <close>. <laughs> and
3: then, of course, yeah, you probably Josh's already crush. know. Yeah, no. yeah. That was, so, for I my bane,
1: it. my bane, you guys probably already know what my so the bane is like something that like just fucking irks you that you did bad. So you probably already know my second round was my bane. I didn't hit any of my tricks except for the backup because I was shook and I picked oh, stupid tricks yeah. and I fucking threw 10 juggle spike in my bane line like a fucking idiot. You know, you that. So that was my bane. And surprise would probably have to be the weather. Like, this is the first time of all the years that it's been raining the whole time. But not just the weather, but how much I enjoyed the weather. Even though it was rainy, I had so much fun biking in the rain just getting wet. And yeah it was a good fucking time fucking
0: getting loose getting wet getting Sex. loose, loose. went for a swim uh, in the it, rain that definitely was a different experience I bet so that's awesome
1: right that yeah, makes it was.
2: feel different I wasn't busy than...
1: sweating the whole time it was right right right.
2: man well do I want to go or, or should you go MJ you go okay guest. oh man well I'm gonna start with my low I oh guess, no you gotta you gotta do it in I order I to do in but... order who yeah, says that yeah
1: yeah why not? That's how that's
0: okay. that's okay. how you're gonna remember Sorry. the for next to, time the same just how it was, how it was written
2: here. I, was trying, I don't like rules so I was trying yeah, to mix it up. Um, <laughs> my high. My high. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know, that's it's still tough because like literally like the entire like World Cup was so like so much stimulation from like person to person. Like I couldn't really walk from one side of the room to the other without like someone like honestly, coming up to me, which I honestly didn't expect. Um, and that was, I guess that was my surprise. Fuck, that's not my surprise. My high! Jesus, I gotta stop talking and just alone, like, phone it She's in Just gotta here. do it. It's first that comes here. to mind. Something well, to I eat. guess how Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I guess one of my highs, uh, KWC specific, was, um, I guess, like, the ability to finish my qualifying runs and like transfer my frustrated energy into like gratitude uh, and just like acceptance and like understanding so that I could like move on through the next day and a half at World Cup with like just happiness and like excitement to like talk to people and hang out and like play more dom with people because like I knew I wasn't going to qualify like honestly like I felt very good after the fact that I did that but immediately this is going into my low my low was not Qualifying. My Mm. low was not reaching my intended goal of like 74 points, which wouldn't have qualified anyway, but that's okay. But like, you know, like my high was the fact that like I practiced my tricks, I stayed focused. I didn't have shakes really when I was competing, other than on my still over valley. Like it wasn't even shaky. It just felt like it just felt not stable. Like I just, yeah, like that was the one trick that kind of just felt weird for me. But everything else, like I felt super confident. I was hitting my first three tricks almost immediately. And then I had like a long time for my harder tricks. Um, and that was definitely like my high and my low combined. Um, right. my goal for next, my goal for next year is to qualify. I want to fucking be on that stage. Like just period. Hell yeah. Um, my crush, it was funny. It kind of changed my idea when you brought up uh, Fred, <laughs> because if I was going to say like, uh, a male identifying individual, like, like just like a, a just like the crush, was like eric from fucking austria like dude that dude is just like the homie dude i've been following him i was thinking about him so long and like this dude is a solo sender dude he's like just like sent it into shibuya by himself for this freaking group home concert in the middle of the night stayed up all night to take the first train like this dude is like an inspiration yeah that dude is shit but other than him dude it was the woman at the earring stand and the vending booth (laughs) i got her to spike it for the first time i was like completely shocked that she had never fucking spiked a kendama and she was a really cool person uh, and i got a really cool gift from her but uh that was the that was the the crush crush. my bane the bane my bane this isn't kwc but this was pre-kwc and it was throwing up three times after drinking way too much tequila (laughs) that was not uh Not my ideal choice, either. It I was know, more you, like I was kind of like that. out of respect. I spilled whiskey on this guy's bar, Gustavo, who's just like a legend of Gustavo. the community. Just like legend in the, I guess, party scene of Dama players. Yeah. Everyone,
1: Those a who lot of know, people know Gustavo
2: know. and uh, slurped a lot of whiskey off the counter and then just...
1: That was actually hilarious. We got to explain this really quick. You oh, understand it. So Josh got this really nice shot of whiskey and a nice hibiki Japanese-made whiskey yeah, Really and,
2: excited to just sip on it and yeah. enjoy it. And you know? I don't remember what
1: happened. Something happened where you bumped it and you fucking knocked it over and spilled it. You saved a good chunk of it. You didn't spill all of it. All of it, of it
2: stayed it. on the counter, dude. But all
1: yeah, all of it <laughs> did, did spill just, in this little puddle on the counter. So Josh being the guy that he is, he fucking gets down there, turns his lips into a straw and just starts sucking the whiskey up off the bar.
2: I felt bad, dude. I and just like, felt like it was disrespectful. It wasn't like knock.
1: a quick slurp. Like, he went back. He was fucking hoovering that shit. Like, back and forth for like... <laughs> He had like six passes. Was, oh, Josh turned into a Roomba for a second, dude. He cleaned that shit right up.
2: So that was kind of my bane, dude. I don't like throwing up, especially from alcohol. It's not a lot of fun yeah, experience. I don't uh, recommend it. Um, be mindful of how much alcohol you drink. Yes. Uh, surprise! My surprise. Getting a tattoo.
3: Mm. I
2: got a freaking tattoo, and yeah, I'm dude. Beyond excited about it. I will not disclose the location of this tattoo uh, of where I got it uh, physically, but I got it on my leg. I got it on my leg. I won't disclose where I got it. Where it was done. Where it was done. Um, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Details. No relevant. But, yeah, man. I just met this amazing dude, Tracy, um, from Taiwan, I believe. Yes. Um, And... He was connected. To, you've got ink from him before. No, I have not. But you've met him before.
1: I think I have met him before. Yes, I think he's been to Khabib's before.
2: Okay, you brought up something about tattoos. I was hanging out with you for a second, and it was just like, oh, blah blah blah. Like I can give tattoos now. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, debating what? getting
1: tattoos from him. To be honest,
2: like it, I, just, it blew my mind because was real busy. Japan, man, I came to Japan wanting to get a tattoo, and I didn't know if it was going to happen on a I don't. I have never got a tattoo before, and. uh, he, uh, basically said, like, he could give me one, and I was like, well, I would love a turtle, like, you know, the tortoise is, like, kind of, like, my spirit animal, like, just, like, slow, wise, methodical, like, um, and, like, if, if you know me and if you've spent time with me on this trip, you know it takes me a little bit longer to get my shit together, just because, like, I want to make sure I don't forget anything, um, and, like, with a kendama on its back somehow, you know, and, uh, he sent me a sketch, like, 25, 30 minutes later, and it just blew yeah. my mind. And I was like, dude, I'm putting that on my leg. And this
1: is during the competition, by the way. Like, he was yeah. at KWC, like, and he just... Day two? He just two? it up on yeah. his freaking iPad, like, up was on that the day two? Yeah, yeah. upper balcony. Was that day two? I think it was day two. That
2: was day two. Yeah, it right, day yeah. Two. you showed yeah, me in the morning, it. yeah. So, that was my surprise, man. It was beautiful. So, That's there's it. My, it my... High low uh,
1: goal crush bang. Surprise. now, and it
2: is your time
0: to shine. I, I want to go to the back of the tattoo, just to say, like, I like how you you okay. went with moving his head to the side, the Yes, different that was variations a that was we a talked adjustments.
2: about. Yeah, yeah, he was such a good artist, man. Like, shout out to Tracy, because, like, he's just like, you know, he, he speaks really good English, but like, Kendama was our language, Kendama was our connecting oh, yeah. point, and like, Word. he transmuted my love for Kendama and Tortoise, like, onto my leg with, like, such. Accuracy and like, <laughs> and like, um, just like freedom of my own choice. It was like, yeah, like his head was in the middle, uh, not uh, super obvious. And I was like, what would it look like if he had his head to the side? You know, can we close his mouth into like a small, like, just gentle smile? Right, yeah, you know, better and close that he mouth, did all of that perfectly. <laughs> I couldn't ask for anything else for so my leg, like, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, that's so awesome.
1: All right, moving on to MJ, we got you for high, low, goal, crush, bang, surprise. What you got, <laughs> bud? Hi, uh, yes. getting
0: out to Ken getting, World Cup like, this getting year. Getting to the Ken
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, fucking yeah. getting Shout there. out the nerds supporting with the t-shirts.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to uh, my wife saying that it is, <laughs> like, it's cool. Like, actually, you should go. This is a good opportunity to yeah. get some shit done um i was talking with rob before it's like half the battle is done i'm in japan i live in japan already it's true like i just got to get over to hiroshima so (laughs) luckily i got some time so it was like literally it was probably like what three weeks before that i was like okay i'm going gotta look for plane tickets yeah gotta look for a place to stay and because it was like they just finished the uh the the entries but so that was definitely the high fucking actually going this year, because from the beginning of the year and I don't know, when was it even like between be, from beginning of the year, people were like, oh, you're going go to go World Cup and shit. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Like, I know I'm not going, but I went. <laughs> so that was fucking awesome. bet you win. That was fucking that was the That was the high. And then what was the next one? The, then the, low, the low, high, low. The low. So now, the low and the bane, isn't that pretty much the same? I mean, not, not
1: necessarily. necessarily. Yeah? <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, okay. But like, you so, said it
3: first. So I guess would I'll <laughs> get
1: you a mate. We'll call it even.
3: <laughs> so, okay. Ryan,
1: you, okay? Um,
0: whoa,
2: man. The low? It's a tough question. The, yeah. Especially when it's such a high vibe event. but. hmm
0: Okay, okay. I think oh,
2: emotionally, wait. man. Emotionally, anything. Just so then what would bane be? Like something that just fucking something, like just, something that you broke. want to change. It's not necessarily like a regret, but it's like the bane of your existence is like fuck, like damn it. Like I wish that kind of didn't happen, but like it's okay that it did. Okay, like, okay. Mm. Okay,
0: so all right, all right. So I have I so I got that one down. Okay, so then the low would be not being able to film any crazy Ken games while I was out there Mm. I brought in my bag I had like four different items to to record crazy king games with some people. I, I really wish we did. I would be down.
1: I know I already but, did one, but you know I'm always down.
0: Totally. And but it was just like the the amount of time that was free because everyone that I wanted to record with was competing. So everyone's like day one they're like I want to focus like qualifications are coming up like maybe after like after it's done like we can do some yeah. recordings um and then the next day they're like all right after the round because i want to watch i want to watch all the finals i want to watch everyone yeah you guys down you support. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so then for me it was just like with my time of how much i had to record i just focused on getting interviews because that was the easiest thing that i could get a lot of people with and mm-hmm. so that was the low, not being able to, to get any crazy can games with anybody. That fucking sucks. Oh, what
1: was well. the next one? The next one is high, low, goal. goal. Goal.
0: For next year. um, Well, the goal is to figure out a... If I'm going next year, to <laughs> reserve a place to stay at a
1: Omochenashi right away. <laughs> and so you don't have another st- yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a good goal I, because I can get that place that is
0: one. so far away from everywhere else or dudes do you know okay so when i was looking for like airbnbs or other places to stay around the area right yeah. like seriously two fucking buildings away from Omotenashi is a is is a fucking a
1: house that you can rent out yeah like an airbnb right yeah, yeah, but it's I've not he- under I've heard Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah, it's like, and it's right okay. fucking there. I've heard right of. it. I don't door. know where it is. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it.
0: You, it's seriously like the two two houses next door from the back. Like if probably you, right if in you, front of
1: that brand new parking block.
0: If you left Omochinashi <laughs> and you turn to the left, it's like two houses that way. Crazy. Definitely right like, in front
1: of that brand new. parking So door. next time,
0: just like rent that shit <laughs> book out. A,
2: book a better Airbnb. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, that's a good goal. All right, and how about your crush?
0: Crush.
2: Uh. Hmm.
0: Talking so much with Thatchmaster. Dude, right. love that, to dude. Being able to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We met like. I love you, was it?
1: Yes, we all love oh, you, Thatch. fuck!
0: When when did we first meet? Two years ago, when I went to Kendama World Cup.
3: mm mm-hmm.
0: I met him, and then became friends on Facebook, like, you know, we'd see posts every once in a while, and he fucking supports Ken Entertainment and shit, he's the fucking man, and then being able to see him, like, dude, what's up, yeah, and then, like, really being able to hang out and talk with him, like,
1: a lot was so awesome.
0: Oh, so, yeah, dude,
1: I, w- thatch was, like, session on that. Mario, he fucking dude, beat Mario in, like, he speed- 20 minutes, He like- told me he speed-runned, yeah. Yeah, we were sitting there playing, like, he just jumped on Mario, we are sitting there playing 1-Up, and then... I look back and all of a sudden it's like beat last battle. I'm like, what the? F- didn't you? How long have we been playing this game? Because yeah, like, like, this is fucked. You know, it's like all thirty minutes. Past, yeah, yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout so that was Phash. fucking awesome. That's some good shit. So statues your crush. What, what about your Bane?
0: The Bane was <laughs> almost okay. So me being late all the time
3: mm. to I everything. I was the turtle, dude.
0: <laughs> Dude, so so, my airplane flight out was – I timed it up with my first train. So when I left my house, I left like 5 in the morning and got on the train. I'm an hour and a half away from the the airport here in Tokyo from Haneda. So mm-hmm. I got the 8.15 train and I was scheduled – if all the trains went well, I would get there at 7.40.
1: That and didn't I'm like,
0: happened now, did it? And no, it did, it did. <laughs> but the stress of if anything went wrong and I missed that fucking plane, and having to pay mm-hmm. more money for another ticket, I was like so fucking stressed.
2: Yeah, dude, I, it's a real stress, dude. That so,
0: sucks. so then when I was leaving the next day, Sunday, I was like, all right, my plane's at seven fifteen. It takes me like an hour and a half to get from the venue the sun cherry to Hiroshima airport. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and I don't want to be like rushing. So I'm going to get there with like an hour to spare just to hang out, to get some souvenirs for the family and shit. So I got to leave at four, like sweet. I'm leaving at four. I made wrong decisions again. I decided
1: to start saying (laughs) goodbye to everybody at four. Uh, That took, that took 30 minutes. I was going to say at least an hour. But that's good. You did good if it was only 30 minutes. If it right. was 30 minutes, yeah. And then I get on the little
0: shuttle that I used the day before to get from the nearest station to Sunshare where the event was. Because I was like, oh, shit, yeah. there's a shuttle that just takes us right there. Sweet. So I get on it and I went there that, on, on Saturday. On Sunday when I had head back, it was raining. I leave the venue, right? That's what, like I saw you guys like right at the end yep you waved saw me the got on that, you saw me got on that fucking bus right i saw you yeah. get on the bus yes i waved to you that bus did not go to the station <laughs> no, <dude>. that bus <laughs> went to a fucking shopping mall <laughs> and i'm like the fuck the bus stops the, the driver's like all right everyone you can get out and i just like, i get up i'm like uh like when are we go into the station dude he's like oh this this bus doesn't go to the station, I'm gonna go back to the to the event. He's like, there's two buses. One goes here to this shopping mall, and the other one goes to the fucking station. <laughs> I'm like, fuck! He's like, and with the rotation, we gotta wait here 10 minutes. And I'm just looking at the clock, I'm like, holy fuck. Time's <laughs> ticking. <laughs> I've so fucked myself. We get back to the we get back to the venue. And I see the old dudes who are in charge of the bus. I'm like, yo, when's the bus to the, to the station coming around? They're like, in 30 minutes. In 30 minutes? Yeah. And no, at that dude. point, I already lost the full hour. It was like 5. Yeah, you are fucked. 10, yeah. Now it's crunch time. Yeah. So I just fucking start jogging to the station, hoping I don't Sorry. get lost. You jogged?
2: Yeah.
1: The whole, you're an animal.
0: You well, have I just
2: to, man, you go into like this instinct mode where you're like, I have to run. No, I have it. to go. Like, yeah, yeah. And and
0: seriously, the same shit happened where I got to Hiroshima Airport with like 15, 20 minutes before the flight, <laughs> before
2: your flight boarded. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. Yeah. God, dude. How long did it take you? No, to before get it, before, it before it took out. Before luckily well, it's oh, it's... before it left. Yeah. It's domestic flight. It's so domestic flight. Luckily, yeah. Scary. One thing
0: is, it's 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 domestic, and the other good thing is that Hiroshima airport is tiny as fuck.
2: So you just flew <laughs> through. Luckily,
0: went through so quickly, and, a and had time boarding. to spare. Yeah.
3: Oh my god! But gosh.
0: but that's stress, and I'm always late with all shits. So. <laughs> That's the bane of my existence, being too Damn. fucking relaxed to no, be like, that I got time, bane.
2: I got time, I got time. Well, maybe that could be a goal for next year, too. Yeah,
1: yeah that could be a goal <laughs> for next year, too. That could fall under a double category. That connects,
0: yeah. that connects.
1: Yeah, all right, the last one is your surprise. The surprise?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. My surprise was Jake telling me that Dude looks up to me as a father. He's like, I mean, it could have been because he was super fucking drunk, pretty trashed. But he was like, me and him just went at it talking about kids and stuff for a while. And then he's like, yo, MJ. He's like, dude, like, you're fucking doing it. Like, you're the man. Like, you're probably the coolest dad. And that just made me feel, like, so happy because I'm like, dude, like, I think you're the coolest fucking dad. Like, I think you're fucking crushing it. Doing so much shit with your life and with your family and, and progression and your dreams. Having them fulfilled doing shit? But he said, Are that you sure to Jake Weans
1: wasn't your crush?
0: Like, I mean that that
2: Jake Weans mm. and Thatcher like connected at the hip though. Yeah, so that's like, true. I mean two uh, and one right there.
1: I yeah. we I think we could all say that Jake Weens was everyone's crush. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Always so we'll, we'll leave that one we'll leave that one there. But anyways, yeah, that's cool dad man. MJ. I mean yeah. I would I cannot disagree with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. Health yeah.
2: That's wonderful. I love that exercise. I think I'm glad you brought that up because we do a yeah. lot of that stuff in our classes actually where mm-hmm. we'll do, you know, like what was the biggest benefit of today mm-hmm. that you felt like? What was the biggest lesson you felt? What was the biggest challenge? Yeah, totally. You know, I, I love this.
1: Thing. I The first time I ever heard about this was at Mad Skills when uh, Matt Hall came to Vancouver and we did Mad Skills and he taught me about this. So I just thought about it just now and I looked it up as we were talking. And nice. Because I wanted to do it. And so, yeah, the yeah. Juggling Homies have been doing this for years. It's what they always think. Like, I found, I found like, three websites that are just, like, shit about, like, doing do that they, while I do it.
2: Since we kind of closed, unless, MJ, you have anything else to say nope. about that. Yeah. Uh, when do they do this in their events do they like have a circle of just people that like want to do it like show up
3: I don't know and, not, like, in share, my
2: experience it, like, just, I've like, only one ever on one?
1: in my experience I've only seen it like just hanging out after the event like with the homies or like online in forums or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah maybe I'm sure there's gatherings afterwards I like wouldn't would
2: love to fucking throw out like a, uh, a Google uh, you know Google survey or whatever. no a Google survey that like I could just post and if you want information to it you could like get the link sent to you and like you could fill out those i think it's five things
1: yeah is it five, uh, it five? high like
2: low high low goal goal high,
1: low goal crush bang or bane so i keep saying bang but it's bane surprise
2: <laughs> six that yeah, is six six questions yeah and, uh, that's just how we can grow and that's also a social emotional practice sharing your feelings sharing your thoughts sharing your experience and that's a beautiful thing and the world needs more of that i think so i think the, be, the
0: best part about that is it really helps people stay motivated with this thing that is just a hobby that maybe outside of depending on where they are maybe there's people around them that doesn't nobody gives a shit about their kendama hobby uh, but it gives them motivation for the next time to come back around and to continue yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, especially when you're, like, setting a goal after this one before yeah, you've even yeah. gotten another year closer. You think about that later when the next year comes around, you're like, fuck, I had that goal. Like, that means I can't – I got to go. Yeah. You know, I i got to go. fulfill my goal.
0: Yeah, the three of us, it was, it's been documented right now, episode 17 of yeah. Dominards.
1: So I'll see you, see you nerds next year at KWC for another oh, crazy yeah. fucking round in our bedroom. I'm definitely going to work Oh, now. no, dude, back we're going to –
0: we're gonna be in that fucking side house next to Motenashi.
1: Oh, there you go, there you go, the nerd house, <laughs> that fucking sounds good. yeah, you know, the dominerd base, fucking 24 hour recording. Anybody who wants can come in and say
2: whatever they want, and then we'll just edit. No it. random ambushing and uh, well, wow, wow. Well, well, I, mean, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. <laughs> it was not bad. It was, <laughs>
1: yeah. If it was ever gonna happen, that was the way it had to happen. Yeah. That was a beautiful yeah. moment. I was like, so I didn't even know. I just walked around, just being like, what the fuck is? What seriously? Okay. We're like, what? What like, do we do cause... now?
2: Yeah, it was fucking insane.
1: That was fucking
2: sick. Well, considering that we're so deep in this shit, who the fuck won this goddamn thing? Won what thing? The whole thing, man. Who took it home?
1: Oh, jeez. Well, we all know it was Rui. Rui, Rui yeah, took it
3: home. Rui. I, know, I just wanted to get the that deal. local
1: Hiroshima homie, shout yeah. out Rui for having a good day. And that's something we're gonna talk about on another episode because, like, I've been scheming on getting Austin Donovan in an episode because I don't know if anybody listening out here saw that, but Austin Donovan put up a story on his Instagram I'm sure most of you saw it that was talking about the stats and like how Rui won versus Nick and like what was happening and like why, like where what was different in their runs and stuff like that and I think that kind of stuff is so interesting the different strategies within this system that we're using in the KWC format and I think all of us need to hear a little bit more about this so oh, that we yeah. can all get closer to winning next year.
2: Dude, it's going to elevate the game to a whole other level. This was like the first ever high-performance breakdown of Kendama like, at a top-tier championship level. And like Austin Donovan did it from his home on a notebook paper watching the live stream at yeah. 1, 2, 3 in the morning.
3: Yeah, so, like, yeah, well, taking a shit. It's absolutely amazing. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah. you yeah. haven't yeah.
2: seen it, also, it's on Sweets' uh I, uh, IGTV. Oh, nice. I believe they posted on IGTV on Sweet yes. from Dama's account. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to that future podcast. That's going to be super Hells fun Yeah,
1: that's going to happen sometime in the near future, hopefully. I'm still in the works, but, you know, the nerds will get the shit done. And there's no bigger than the, Dama Nerd has been proven than Austin Donovan, I think. I think he's just, up. you know.
2: Dude, he yeah. it out. Uh, Not only are we out shouting about
1: here, he fucking won the break shit contest last episode. He did. Now he he did. Now we got him fucking just nerding the fuck out, getting the stats for all of us nerds for this on episode. His, and the next episode, yeah. we're going to do it with him to talk about those stats. I Whoa, mean, man. Dude's the, on fire in the nerd world, as far as I'm concerned. Everyone
0: stay. Oh, yeah. he definitely is. He knows Hell's He yeah. knows his numbers, and that's good because me and numbers are not good friends. So that's one way that he can nerd out hard, and that was good. It's yeah. fucking good shit.
1: And it's super good shit, but as we're talking about nerding out, man, we've been going for a minute here. We're fucking well yeah. past our nerd curfew that we usually set for ourselves because you know we'll just keep talking until we pass out if we don't put a curfew. Straight and you guys up. want more than one episode, right? One more than one like thirty-five hour episode. You gotta, you gotta separate the shit. <laughs> yeah, got yeah, yeah. So
2: you know, MJ's sweating over here. We're all taking the up all sweat increments out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So straight up, think, but again, thanks. Well, dude, thank you, thank you so much. Arigato guysemas for. You know, having me on
3: oh, yeah, this dude.
2: show, I'm so grateful to be able to spend time with you, Rod, here yes. in Matsumoto, and like, with Boken after Cup. Uh, it's a great cool-down. Excited to head up to the Zora factory and see this just, like, magical land, where oh, these man. magical condoms have come from. Uh,
1: I really—I know we're just finishing up, but I really believe we need to have you for another one, because we talked a yes. lot about KWC, which is a recent event, but we right. want to hear more, and I think the more other nerds that are following us want to know more about— The Kendama Institute that you're involved in, your position within Swiss Kendamas. Yes. You have a whole – you're known for your, like, philosophy on Kendama and Mm -hmm. how you integrate that into, like, a lot of real-life situations and things like that. And I'm sure I myself want to talk to you more about it, as we probably will off-microphone, but we got to put it on-microphone, too. Yes. So –
0: Yes, well, because this dude fucking wrote a book. Who's written a fucking book about Kandama besides like the JKA? Tamotsu. There's a couple. Tamotsu, like, a couple Tamotsu. Oh. There, you know. Oh,
2: there's a couple now, but you know, in yeah. North America, the only
1: ones. Come on, yeah, not in North America. Come on, it's no. 27
2: years old. Come on. I guess that is nah. true. It's the, something that I've been sitting on for many, many years when <laughs> Damico yeah. was still around. I, I was remember when Dero. Yeah. There you go. When uh, first time I met Dero, I told him about the book, and mm-hmm. uh, we did that's kind of what made us so close, I think, mm-hmm. is because we had this there you like, go. super deep theory and whatnot. But uh yeah, man. Have me back. I would love to expose more. I love Dominaire's oh, fully man, support.
1: You just you just said D and I had to just like well, I had one more surprise for my I gotta add it, man. The game One Up. If you guys haven't played One Up, you guys are missing out. Shout out D because we'll make a
2: tutorial in the sweet studio of how to play it. Uh, yes my favorite nice. game we're all addicted we're nice. all
1: addicted dude it's the mixture of it's follow and game. Agni Kai if you don't know Agni Kai you're missing out but this, we'll is, the, Agni this is the new too, shit but this is the new shit this is how we play Kendama
2: now it is great yeah yeah. it's a wonderful game yeah it's a game that you can literally play non-stop and like there's like even like we played so many times without even having winners like yeah we usually just keep going. A certain no amount of points, points but we just like played till 3 in the morning yeah you know we just yeah. every going. day every day so it's about
1: so, like, word yeah, shout out to all the Patreons supporting us nerds, getting that Kendertainment rolling, keeping L's those yeah. train tracks, keep the train on the tracks, like yeah. flying down the mountain. Right, and, right. Uh, yeah, it's so good to have the supporters out here, especially, like, meeting people at events and stuff, yeah. so, as we said before, come out, say what's up to the nerds, Yep. and until then, I guess you all we are. can say is... See you next time. My favorite. Next time
0: everyone. Ouch. Ouch.
3: Yokoyota. Yokoyatan. When <laughs> I say I